All right, what's up, Facebook and Instagram? We are live. Again, my name, uh, I don't know why I said again, but my name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and today we're on episode 21. It's uh, It's been crazy, you know, a crazy ride right now. Um, let me real quick, uh, I, I uh, copied the link, so I'm going to send that through. Um, hang on, before we start this, wounded warriors. Hang on, guys. Give me one sec. Uh, warriors. What's up, babe? Charity donation page. All right. Uh, all right, hang on. I think I got it. All right. Now, I don't know if you can click links. Oh, yeah, I think I count as a link. Sweet. All right, so I figured out that I could put I could copy the link for the fundraiser and put it in a comp in the comments on uh, Instagram live chat. So people that are coming into the Instagram live, you should be able to hit the comment and uh, go right to the live stream. So let's start this off. Um, I have five days left. We only have five days left to hit this massive goal of a thousand dollars for the Wounded Warriors charity. Uh, what's up, Aunt Karen? What's up, Mom? Um, so I got five, we got five days left at this massive $1,000 goal. I, I figured out on Instagram how to do the link, uh, the link on here. So you guys on Instagram can easily just press the link, go donate, uh, Facebook. Um, it's in the description or on my, uh, my page. I, I post it up every single day. Um, I want to thank Eli. Eli just, uh, donated $10. So now we're up to $20, which is pretty cool. Pretty amazing. Um, we only have five days left, so we got to hurry up and try to get this going. Uh, you know, I, I really want to try to hit that thousand dollar goal if we can in the five days. And, um, if we don't hit that thousand dollars goal, the thousand dollar goal, I'm going to up it 10 X and we're going to go $10,000. So the more people don't donate, the more money we're going up. <laughs> so, uh, so let's get that going. Uh, again, thank you, Eli, for donating the $10. Uh, Eli was on Instagram live and actually switched over to the Facebook page, to then donate the, the $10. So I appreciate that Eli a lot. That's my boy. Uh, hey, Daniela, what's up? Um, so thank you, Eli, for donating the $10 yesterday. It was, it was amazing. Um, let me see. Uh, all right, so we're talking about – I posted a video actually earlier, I think like this afternoon, and it was more about like mine, like mine uh, shift. And a lot of people – what happens is uh, I feel like a lot of people that I know, they get caught up in um, – I got to go to the – I, I have depression. I have to go to the doctor. And I have to go get this medication, which I'm not trying to make this political at all. I'm just trying to tell you, like, I know a lot of people. What's up, Jake? Um, I know a lot of people that um, have, like, massive depression. And then they went to the doctor. They got prescribed medications. Uh, they actually became, you know, fogged up with their mind, the, like, the mindset of uh, going into different things. And they actually were, like, really close to committing suicide. I know a lot of people. I helped one person, which I'm not going to use uh, their name, but this one person everyone gave up on, um, who I became, I'm actually really good friends now, but it took, you know, it was really rough because I saw she, you know, I don't want to say she, but um, she was going through a lot of problems, uh, you know, emotionally with people around her, like people weren't understanding her mindset and they kind of gave up on her really fast. Um, they ended up, she ended up going to a doctor. They prescribed her medication, uh, all this stuff. And instead of trying to treat like her mind, 
she was her own worst enemy. They, they didn't treat her mind. They gave her drugs that substituted, uh, you know, her thoughts, basically. Um, that's how I kind of, you know, I, I realized how powerful the mindset was. And I told her, it's just really your mind, your mindset. What's up, Sterling? We have these people. We have these lovely people over here. Um, so what, I, what happened was I started realizing uh, with myself, too, is like I hit these low pockets. And if I could somehow change the mindset and go more positive rather than a negative route, I realized I had way better days. Uh, you know, that's why I, you know, I got into an argument on one of these episodes. I think it was like episode 19 uh, because people are telling me that, uh, you know, it's not – it's not your mindset. It's people go through different things, which I totally understand. I mean, I agree that everyone goes through different things, but the problem that no one addresses is that a lot of these companies are pushing drugs onto you because they're making a big profit off it, which I'm pretty sure that's not surprising to many people. I think probably most people that I would talk to about that would agree that a lot of these pharmaceutical companies are pushing these drugs. Now, the how this ties into mindset is really – you know, I told her over and over and over, you got to change your mindset. You're looking at things different. You care too much what other people around you are thinking. Um, you're you're kind of drowning yourself in negative thoughts. And um, at first, I think she understood. She changed everything. And then she kind of went back down because she was on the medication that the doctor prescribed her. Um, and then, uh, you know, let's rewind, you know, fast forward, maybe like uh, maybe like six, uh, six, seven months later. She, she came back to me and she's like, you know what? Like I, I sat down with her. We went, you know, we caught up or whatever. She came back um, from college or whatever. And she, we caught up and she was like, you know what? Like you're the only person that told me that it, it was, it was my mind. It was me. It was the individual myself and not, and you know, once I stopped not caring. Yeah. What's up Sterling? Thanks. Uh, thanks for the positive comment. Um, but once, once she told, like, she's like, once you started telling me that it was my mindset and that, you know, I shouldn't really care too much what other people are doing and I should go in and start doing more things for myself and, um, you know, be true to myself and go and find passions and get lost in different things. Uh, you know, that's what, that's what changed her. She got off the medication. Um, she even told me like once she was put on the medication that it, it really, it, it really messed up a lot of, um, it, it, it kind of clouded her judgment. Like she couldn't really think for herself. It put her in like this mental block. Um, and she said, you know, you, like I said, like you're the only one that, that really, really cared and, and showed me that it was really my mindset, not, not, you know, nothing else. It was me battling myself. And that once I changed that thought on other people that I didn't really care, I got, you know, I got away from all this negative crap and I became a lot happier. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, she's, you know, everyone's perfect. I'm not saying that um, I'm perfect myself. I go through depression sometimes uh, once in a while. I, I think, you know, like I said, a hundred, hundred times on these things. I really think it's because I'm not like I'm not meeting my productivity level. And I think I get really hard on myself in the sense of like, I know I can do a lot more. And when I'm not doing anything, I'm sitting home and, you know, I'm watching TV or I'm playing video games or I'm not doing something that's productive. I get into these really uh, these low points because I'm like, you know, I could have done so much more with my time that I just wasted. Um, so I'm really hard on myself. But um, everyone's going to be different. Um, my girlfriend goes through different things. Uh, your parents probably go through different things. Your family probably goes through different things. It's really just how you look at life. Um, 
you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not, and, and it might not even take you like maybe after I said something and it might, uh, you might have regulated with it or like recognize what I was talking about. And it might not take you today to figure it out. It might take you a long time. Like it just depends on how willing you are and open-minded you are and how um, willing you want to explore in depth on yourself, your thoughts, uh, what's going on around you. That's, that's the hardest part. It took me a long time to really realize that there's a lot of negative crap around me. There's a lot. And there still is kind of a handful of stuff that I'm, I'm working on. I'm trying to get away from, but right now I'm, I feel like I'm pretty confident to say like, I probably got rid of like 90% of the stuff. It's probably like 10% left that I, I don't, you know, I'm trying to get away from, but, um, you know, it's going to be different for everyone. It's, it might not take you a day. It might take you a month, might take you a year. It's just, it depends how willing you are to explore yourself to fix that mindset. But I put that video up because, uh, this is really common where people go through uh, drug addiction. Um, they go through, they call it mental illness. I don't really agree that I don't agree that depression is mental illness. I can really consider mental illness to be some, someone that's locked up in prison. But like, again, this goes by, you know, terms like depends what you, you know, think of mental illness. Uh, I think what they were trying to tell me last time was like the real definition, which by the way, people make up these definitions. So who really knows what's going on? But um, they're trying to say like mental illness includes depression. But in my mind, I really truly believe that when you say mental illness, I, I believe it's someone that's locked up in a uh, a sane asylum or someone's locked up because they're no good for themselves and to society. Depression is more, of you're going through these these downs, these really low points in your life, and I believe that it's you just battling yourself. That's what I I really believe depression is. Now, there's probably different types of depression. Um, you know, I'm not a fit. You know, I'm not qualified to you know talk about that. I don't really know much about that. I'm just telling you that uh, depression I've seen through a, like everyone goes through it. Uh, not one person can tell you they probably haven't been depressed or been at a low point um, in their whole entire life. It's kind of if they are, they're kind of probably bullshitting you. But, you know, it, it really takes some courage to really go back and, and look at yourself. I've had to do it a lot. Um, and when I did do it and I tried to change something, people told me I was crazy. People didn't like what I was doing. But, you know, in the end, you're going to have to go against the flow of traffic. Uh, you're going to have to, you know, the worst part is the people that are probably going to tell you what you're doing is stupid or that, you know, you're crazy and stuff like that are the people that are the closest to you. People that see you every single day and then all of a sudden you change what you're trying to do. So people. Uh, What's up, Alex? Um, so people, people that are really close to you, it's probably like your parents, probably going to be your family. It's probably going to be like your friends because most of the time the stuff that you're doing is collabor uh, collaborating with your friends. And what's going to happen is once you change and you start kind of shifting away from the crap that they're doing, they're going to turn on you most likely. I, I, that's what I, you know, I went through a lot of that crap and I ended up ditching a lot of the, the people that uh, went against me because obviously they, they didn't care about my well-being. I, I wasn't, I wasn't going through positive change. I wasn't doing positive stuff when I was around a lot of them. Um, and the stuff that they believed in that I once believed in, I, I figured that was, uh, you know, a load of shit and I, and I went a different route and they didn't like it. Um, so, you know, you gotta be strong. You gotta be, uh, independent for yourself and you have to really, uh, try to shift and change it's, it's incredibly hard. The hardest thing I had to do is completely change my mindset because a lot of the stuff that I talk about, it was already built in, into me. I, I learned it. It was built in. Applying it's a different story. Applying it's really, really hard. 
uh, it took me a long time. Probably took me about maybe like uh, two years of uh, constantly trying to change and stuff like that, but uh, in different ways. And I'm still constantly changing. I mean, everyone's growing. Um, even people that maybe you, you look up to, famous people are always constantly changing. Uh, they realize that they're not perfect and they're going to have to, you know, change. Everything's changing around you. So everything, everything comes back to change. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's positive mindset. I helped a lot of people. I'm trying, actually, there's someone that's really close to me right now. that's going through a lot of shit, uh, that I'm, I'm hoping through all this stuff that she will herself change her mindset because, uh, I'm, you know, it's kind of funny cause a lot of people don't believe me on this positive mindset, uh, stuff, but, um, it's because society is telling you that, you know, you need this drug or you're depressed and you have an issue and, the funny thing is most of the stuff they're prescribing you causes 90% more crap that's going to kill you or make you, you know, be worse than it's going to solve that one issue. If you're, if you're relying on a drug to help you fix a problem, there's, that's a massive problem that you're going through in the sense of like you need to change and figure out what's wrong because most of the stuff they're prescribing you is crap. Uh, that video proves it. Uh, it's called the placebo effect and the, the, yeah, the placebo effect is basically, um, you know, you take this drug thinking it's going to change and cure you. And, and what happens is it does cure you because your mind is the most powerful part in your whole entire body. If you could choose, if I could choose one thing right now to have, it would definitely be my brain and my mindset. Uh, because that's, that's what controls everything is your brain. What's up, Eli? You just missed the shout out, man. I just gave you a shout out. Uh, thank you again for the $10. I'll pers I'm personally thanking you right now. I was going to send you a message. Um, what do you call it? But it's, it's your mindset. I mean, it's, it's not the drugs they're giving you, uh, these hospitals, it's your mindset and everything can be fixed. Now you have to think of it this way too, which the video talks about. If, if, if mindset is so powerful, right. And, and if you're so positive and it, and it really affects your outcome in life and where you're going to head, just think about how, how worse it is if you are really negative. If you're the most negative person out of anyone that you know, and every single time something happens, you're like, oh, wow, like I'm going to get raped if I go over here. Or I'm going to, you know, I'm not, I'm going to break my arm if I work out over here. Or, you know, if you're constantly putting yourself down and you're constantly putting the people around you down, you know, that's the negative mindset is, is going to kill you in the long run. I'm telling you right now, like, uh, it's it's going to be even worse than having a positive mindset by far. I don't know why anyone would want to have a negative mindset, excuse me, over a positive mindset. I, I really don't understand that. But it, like I said, the other thing too is I think it's I think it's natural for your brain to constantly uh, think negative. I think that's the reason why a lot of people get caught up in that. But um, that's something I read too. Is it's more like your brain is the human condition or whatever the brain is, is automatically um, is it just automatically goes to negative thoughts and it goes for the worst. So you have to train yourself that even it should give you even more motive to train yourself and go positive uh, mindset. All right. So we talked about the video we're going to talk about today about meeting uh, people that are way smarter than you. So this is one uh, that I personally kind of ran into a couple times where I met someone or I went to a meeting and I was probably the smartest person in the room. I don't tell you that to brag. I don't tell you that because, uh, you know, I think I'm full of my, myself. I tell you that because you can tell right off the bat, right? 
if you're in a meeting and someone's talking about something that makes no sense to what you're trying to talk about, or, um, you know, you just know, you just have this feeling that you're the smartest person in the room, whether it's, uh, you know, you're, you're meeting someone, a new customer or not a customer. If you're meeting someone that's like networking, that you're trying to network with, or you're trying to meet with like a meeting and that's, you know, business or whatever, you might be in the wrong, if it's business, let's say you're probably, you might even be in the wrong field of work or the wrong company. Um, that's something to take in consideration. Cause if you're honestly the smartest person working for someone and you feel like you're a lot smarter in the sense of more common sense, more, you know, more of the, the field of work, um, you know, it's, it, you definitely shouldn't be working there. You should definitely be challenging yourself, not be taking easy work. Uh, I know a lot of people around me take the easy route. They, they go with the easy work. You shouldn't be working in anywhere where the work is so easy and mindless. You should be working somewhere where it's challenging you. Um, that's, that's a big mistake. I think a lot of people do, they get pissed when the work is really hard, but you should be doing hard work. You shouldn't be doing easy stuff. You're not going to progress by doing the easy stuff. You're just going to, you're just going to learn, you know, you're not, you're not going to progress. It's not going to be hard for you. You need challenge in your life. You don't need easy. Anyone could do easy. Tell yourself that. Tell yourself that anyone can do easy work. You're going to do different and you're going to go and challenge yourself because you want to progress as a human being. That's what you should be telling. That's what I tell myself all the time when there's a new task at work that I get handed and I'm like, damn, I don't know this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to physically outwork anyone that, that comes into that office that I work at. That's, that's the goal. I'm not going to bitch. I'm not going to say, you know, I don't want to do that. Give it to me. Give me all the work you have. I don't care what it is. I'm going to dominate, you know, dominate the work and I'm going to show you why I should be here and why you hired me. That should motivate you right there. Um, there's actually a saying with that, the mindset thing, where uh, it kind of goes back to kind of what I said. But it's um, if you're if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's that's the quote. Um, I think that's the famous quote. It's if you're in the room and you're the smartest person in that room, you're in the wrong room. Meaning you shouldn't be in that room. You should go and find another room that there's so many smarter people around you. Now, the crazy thing about this is it doesn't, it doesn't sound like a lot, but what they're trying to get at with the quote is if you're, not the, if you're the smartest person, you're not challenging yourself. The people around you are just giving you easy shit and you're probably you're not learning off other people. You want to surround yourself with crazy outside thinking people that are extremely motivated and driven and that they have massive uh, goals that they want to accomplish. Um, it's not easy to do. Uh, I've met with a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people. It's, it's really hard. Speaking of this subject, I'm actually meeting with, um, this guy, Philip, who's a banker. Uh, I think it's for Citibank. I'm meeting with him tomorrow and, and I'm actually extremely excited for this meeting only for the fact, uh, I guess not really a meeting. It's more of like, we're just gonna, um, we're gonna talk, but I mean, we're gonna pick each other's brains. So it's, you know, I kind of do consider it as, uh, something that's more educational and um, maybe business-like or whatever. Uh, I'm not really going for business, but, you know, you never know. But the point of the matter is uh, I got I got in touch with this guy, Philip, um, through my broker, Drew. I talked about it on another podcast, um, or not podcast, but episode. And I met him off my broker, Drew, 
he gave me this, uh, he's like, Hey, you know, I've seen you're doing a lot of these cool things. And he's like, I know you're really into like investing. You're, you're, uh, trying to meet new people. You're trying to do all this stuff. He's like, I'm going to give you this connection. Who's my really, really good friend. He's a banker. He's like, you can never have enough bankers. Those good have a banker. And I'm like, you know, I appreciate that. I call him up. Uh, we talked for a little bit. The cool thing about this was, uh, I pitched to Drew. I was talking to him about, uh, this Grant Cardone guy. Cause that was the investment I'm going into multifamily. Grant Cardone specializes in multifamily investing. Now, my broker is obviously on stocks. That's that's what the broker is. He doesn't, or the he's a stockbroker. I shouldn't say broker. I think there's uh, plenty of different types of brokers, but um, he's a stockbroker. So he didn't understand multifamily well. So he's like, go talk to my friend Philip. He's really into the guy Grant Cardone that you're talking about. So I was like really excited because everyone I talked to about Grant Cardone only one person I've ever talked to really knows who Grant Cardone is. That was my uncle. Um, and, uh, no one really knew who Grant Cardone was. And I, I know like if someone knows who Grant Cardone is, they're going to have a similar mindset to me. They're going to want to challenge themselves. They're going to want to go out and, and, and swing harder than anyone else out there. And, and that's what I really need. That's why I really followed up with, uh, the guy Philip from the bank. Um, plus, I mean, I could pick his brain with knowledge. Uh, with banking because you know that's some that's a field where I'm not really too sure of and it's always good to go out of your comfort zone and and talk to people that are um, you know different in different fields of work uh, so that's why I really wanted him as a connection too but I'm gonna go with him Thursday and I'm really excited because he's gonna probably have a similar mindset from me and it's really exciting because everyone I've ever talked to uh, doesn't have the same mindset and it's actually pretty scary that no one has a similar mindset or thinks big or, or tries to outdo themselves. They just kind of settle because it's, it's, it's really crazy. Like to me, like no one that I've talked to has the same mindset. Some people might say they have the same mindset, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, and I know there's people out there like me. I know there's people, there's gotta be people out there out of like eight, I think we're like an 8 billion uh, population or something like that. I don't, I don't know the exact population size of the United States or the world, but, um, you know, there's gotta be a couple people like me. I obviously know they're out there cause the, the people that I listen to are Grant Cardone and these other people, um, Damon John, uh, I haven't really gotten too much into Damon John. I've gotten into the Gary Van Chuck, I think is his name. Uh, I've listened to a lot of his stuff. He's good. Uh, Dean Graziosi. Um, who else? And that's, I think that's really like the only people I've really dove deep into. But um, so I know there's a lot of like-minded people out there. Uh, so again, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. That's the quote. Uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is uh, talking about getting a mentor. Now, this is really, really crucial only for the fact that if um, you want to get your information from a source that has over, you know, proven himself over and over and over. I don't consider myself a mentor. I come on here and I, and I talk like I know a lot of stuff and which I do like the stuff I talk to you about. I know, like, I'm not going to give you, you know, shit information, but I'm not, I'm not at all qualified to be a mentor. Like I, if someone came up to me right now and said, yo, mentor me, like I wouldn't consider myself a mentor to that person. And I'd probably tell them straight up, I'm not qualified to be a mentor. I haven't done, you know, more than half the stuff that I've ever wanted to complete. Um, I honestly don't feel like I'd be qualified to do that. Um, 
peop, there's a lot of people out there which you can go in and uh, they produce a lot of online content, kind of like what I'm doing, but like probably seven times more content. Uh, they've been doing it for 30 plus years. They have massive amounts of experience. Um, Grant Cardone is someone that I consider to be my mentor. Um, I listen to that guy probably every single day, almost every single day. I, uh, you know, I wake up, I get my coffee, I get my breakfast together. I do the, the 10X planner right here. I do this 10X planner every single day. I, um, I listen to his videos on personal finance, on uh, real estate investing, on just about anything you can think of that he produces. Uh, you know, I listen to him in the morning. And then I um, listen to his video. You know, I'm sometimes I listen to music in the car, but I'll constantly listen to his podcast in the car. I have a couple of his eBooks, which I listen to in the car uh, when I drive to work and back, or if I'm going to get gas, or if I'm just driving in general, I listen to his stuff, um, audio, you know, the audio stuff. And then um, I'll go out work and I'll listen to more motivational stuff. Maybe a, maybe a podcast where there's video. Um, Maybe I'll listen to some motivational stuff that he produces. He has a lot of motivational speeches where it gets you amped. Uh, anything that will drive me to hit my goals and to physically get me in that state of mind at all times is, is, is crucial. Um, I can't say that enough. The first person I've ever talked to when I started Done Deal Investments was uh, Jason Tarlow. All right, now, some people went – most people probably don't know who Jason Tarlow is, but Jason uh, is my mom's um, my mom's boss's husband. That she, or not? They're not. It's not her boss anymore. But she was her boss at one time before she worked for the company she's working now. Uh, and he's kind of he does a lot of stuff with like the lawyers, and you know he's like a I think he's a qualified lawyer. Like I think he can he can fight you you know fight you in court and stuff like that. But um but he knows a lot about the law and stuff. So that's why I normally like try to reach out to him or whatever. But when I started this business, he, he started like a really, a really crazy online business for like dating. It was like a dating, uh, a dating website. And, um, I went to him cause he's really successful. Now I asked him, what are the most important things that I should be doing? Uh, when I first start my business and he said, probably the most crucial is network marketing or your, your networking. Uh, you're trying to find other people that can help you that maybe can give you some support, um, all that stuff, which I've been constantly doing. I've been meeting, I think so far it's been one person a week where I've been trying to like reach out to someone or, uh, someone reached out to me and I set up a, a lunch or like go out for a drink or whatever. I'm trying to meet new people. I'm trying to get more people involved that maybe can help me out. Uh, so that he said, that's the most important one. The second thing, which he told me, I'm pretty sure was the mentor. He's like, go find yourself a mentor. And, uh, I already had Grant Cardone in mind. Um, I used Dean Graziosi for my business cause Dean Graziosi, uh, talks more about wholesale real estate and, um, like flipping and, you know, flipping housing or uh, flipping the houses and like all that stuff. Um, so, you know, I had a couple mentors in mind, but you know, I didn't really start realizing how important that was until I started really diving deep into Grant Cardone. Uh, and that guy really has has really pushed my mindset and pushed the possibilities that I'm trying to do. Um, I would recommend if you need a mentor, I would go check out Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is one of the, one of the craziest people out there. I think by far easy, easily hands down or easy, easily hands down the best uh, person out there. I think with uh, any business related stuff that you're trying to do um, in sales, all that stuff. But 
and investing. But um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of people probably find other people like I'm sure like some people like Oprah Winfrey. I th- I mean, like she she's cool. I just don't I don't see like I could see like maybe if you're using her for like motivation and and uh, you know you're trying to get more uplifted. I don't really see her you using the, or her as like more of like a business person. Um, only for the fact that um, I mean, she's really successful. I think she's worth like a billion, maybe I think almost like two billion or whatever. But in net worth. She, you know, she does business. I'm sure she, you know, she's getting people to do it for her. But, um, you know, I, I, you want to, you want to do people that are physically just talking about that, that exact thing that you want. So if you want someone that's going to uplift you, maybe go to Oprah Winfrey. Or if you want someone that's, uh, you want to increase your sales and you really want to dive deep into business, go for Grant Cardone. Uh, go for, you want social media, I'd probably recommend um, uh, Gary Vanchuk. Uh, I think that's his name. Um, I definitely go for him. He's really into like the social media. He's like, a, they call him the social media guru, all that stuff. But you want to find a mentor. And like, I can't stress that enough how important a mentor really is. Uh, you know, do whatever you can. I'm sure if it's a good mentor, they'll have audio books, regular books you can read. I really recommend you start reading. Uh, that was one thing that I learned real fast was um, I hated reading, stopped reading, but I was reading the wrong stuff. Now, the other thing that he talks about, Grant Cardone, is, you know, don't just read fantasy romance novels. I mean, if that's what you're trying to go into and, and you want to write or something, like my girlfriend's really into writing, um, maybe do that. But if you're really trying to, like, do business or whatever, read more stuff on business. Get yourself educated on the stuff that really matters. Personal finance. Um, like, personal finance – I would say is the biggest one. Go, go, go learn some personal finance stuff. You'd be shocked at how many people don't know money. Um, you might think to yourself, wow, this kid's really stubborn and like, doesn't, you know, he thinks he knows everything, whatever. But I'm telling you, I was the same way. I thought I knew a lot about money. I thought I knew everything about credit cards. I thought I knew everything about loans. I thought I knew everything about how to make money and increase income, all that stuff. Um, I was 110% wrong. And like, you know, that's why I educate myself every single day. And I'm like, all right, what do the rich people do? That's another thing you should be telling yourself. Instead of hating on the rich people, which so many people do, uh, people post these crazy political things about how uh, these people make all this money and how you know money is evil and whatever. But the cold-hearted fact is you need money to survive. You know, you're living in a world where money is, we used to trade things, but now you need money. Money is not evil, it's a tool. So you got to figure out how to make money, how to keep money, how to, um, you know, educate yourself on money. I mean, it might not sound, it might, in this moment of time, me telling you to go educate yourself on money might not sound, um, you know, pleasant to your mind. It might not, you might say, oh, like, like you might hear money and you might want to run or whatever, but like, I'm telling you, like, just brace it. Go in, start reading personal finance, start reading about loans, start reading about student loans, which I'm sure a lot of people don't understand student loans. And more than half of us are going, um, you know, a good chunk of us are going to college and we're taking all these student loans. And you don't realize what the student loans are. Um, you know, it's, they're, they're, you know, they're the worst loans you could possibly have. And that is why I'm not pursuing uh, college anymore. It's one of the biggest reasons why I'm not pursuing it because – you know, getting wealthy, you don't need that. I mean, it really depends. Like if you want to be a doctor, I can understand you trying to go in and get a degree in doctor or you're trying to be a medical in the medical field or 
there's some degrees that you need to get in order to get into certain things, but business stuff like that, they're fooling you. Um, eventually that market is going to crash. Uh, there's no way that's the next biggest boom bust, uh, collapse economical collapse that's going to happen is these fucking student loans uh you know and you're gonna and a lot of people are going to be stuck with them i know a lot of people that have you know in their seven you know 60s 50s that are still paying these loans and uh you know they're stuck with you and like you can't even get majority of them uh forgiven unless you're like 25 years deep into the loan which is ridiculous um you know so I'm telling you, like, just research some stuff. A lot of the people that are going to fight you on money, a lot of people that are going to tell you that you're stupid and stuff like that, are the people that don't even know money themselves or have given up on learning or, um, you know, that's what you start realizing. The people that give up are the ones that are telling you not to research this stuff. The people that gave up on their dreams are the ones that are telling you to give up on your dreams. Um, I've, I learned this from day one. The problem that I had was I got bombarded with it so much that I, you know, and I didn't have anyone to turn to that I was so alone that I started getting really depressed and I, and I kind of quit for a little bit. Like I kind of quit for like three or four months and just started going with the crowd. And what I started learning was once I hit this guy, Grant Cardone, that's where everything changed because exactly what he was talking about was the exact same shit that I was preaching to other people around me. And I was like, you know, you're so stuck up and, and, you, you can't look around the corner. You're just going straight. You know, life is not straight. It's, it's doing your own path and twists and turns and getting around these obstacles and, you know, not complaining and giving up, but you got to keep going and you got to get around the obstacle somehow. What are you going to do? You're going to complain and hopefully it, it, you know, your problem goes away. Are you going to hit that shit head on and find a way around it? You know, that, that's always been my, my, uh, my strong suit was that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of people around me, complained. I, st I still have a bunch of people around me that complain. Uh, sometimes I even complain. Sometimes I hit a wall and I'm like, damn, I don't know how to get over this. And then you complain about it. And then I take a, I take a step it, you know, I take a step back. I think to myself for a second and I'm like, all right, this isn't going to solve it. What, what's the problem I'm having and what are the solutions that I can take to fix this problem? That's how you should be thinking. Um, so yeah, get yourself a mentor. That's probably the most important thing. Um, I mean, meeting, you know, meet, getting out of the room uh, where you're probably the smartest person is probably really important too. But the mentor thing is really important because what the mentor is going to do is it's going to constantly, when you want to give up, when all all things are against you, when uh, you're even beating yourself up because you're going to be the worst, your own worst enemy. Trust me, I've done that probably at least five, six times already. I still kind of do it sometimes. You're going to be your own worst enemy. You're going to lock yourself in your own prison in your mind. And what these mentors are going to do is, uh, and by the way, don't, don't be a cheap ass and, and only do the free stuff. I mean, you can, Grant Cardone has a lot of free materials, the podcast and everything, which that's a cool way to go and, and just check him out and stuff. But pay for some of the stuff. Go pay for a personal finance course. I mean, that's one thing that I was really bad at too. I was really cheap. I didn't want to buy things. And the lesson to be learned is you want to pay money for education. Listen to that again. You want to invest in yourself. This is one of the things that I heard a lot from all these uh, really rich, famous people and mentors and stuff. And at first I was just like, oh, they just want my money. They just want my money. They don't really care. But at the end of the day, 
you're only as good as what you invest in yourself. Now, I'm not talking about college. When I first heard this, um, your, your automatic mind goes right to college because your education and it's been programmed into your brain. It's not going to college. It's going a different route and learning through other people that, have, that are doing things that you want to do uh, long term. Now, for instance, I want to get into sales. I have a business, so I really need to, to learn how to sell, um, how to start up a business, how to do things that other people don't want to do. So that's why I picked Grant Cardone. He's, he's completely blunt with what he's, his word choice is. He doesn't cut corners. Uh, it's something that I you know, will eventually progress into these episodes, eventually a podcast. I'm not going to lie and I'm going to be truthful to myself and the people that I'm talking to. I'm not going to bullshit you. That's why I like Grant Cardone. I see a lot of myself in Grant Cardone. Um, that's why I, I naturally gravitated towards him real fast. Um, now, um, I'm trying to think, but don't cheap out on yourself. Pay for education, meaning go pay for some courses. Like, think of it this way. Let's say you spent three or $400. I spent actually more than that. But let's say let's say you spent three or four hundred dollars, and the person that you went to was complete like failure, and you're like, all right, I wasted this time. Um, you know, at least you attempted to, to go outside your box or your uh, your your comfort zone with like spending money, um, and also tell yourself what are you really spending money on. Go through your statements and start looking at what you're spending money on. I'm sure half the people that are coming to, uh, to you know this feed are probably college kids, and I'm going to 100% bet money that you're wasting a shitload of money on food. You're not cooking for yourself. You're being lazy. You're eating crap. Uh, you're probably going to the vending machines half the time and spending all your money on the vending machine. Uh, you're probably going to Whole Foods like five times a day. I'm telling you, the crap that you're spending money on is not a necessity. It's a want. And if you could just take the money and save that money from the wants, maybe you want a program that's $1,000, let's say. Go in your room and start selling shit. Uh, that's something that the Gary Vanderchuk was talking about, and Grant Cardone actually said it, but the Gary Vanderchuk actually confirmed it with me was, you know, you have a lot of crap in your room that you're probably not using that you could probably just give away um, and sell it on eBay online. It's never, been, it's never been a better time to sell stuff online, which I actually have to sell some stuff. Uh, I did a garage sale, made a little bit of money, um, but like I got, I got some stuff that might be worth a decent amount of money, which probably the garage sale didn't work out. So I got to resell that online. I just got to find the time to do it. It's probably gonna be a weekend, but, um, I put that on my, you know, to-do list. But the problem, the problem with people is they complain they don't have money, but there's so much money around them that they don't realize it. Like you probably have a crop load of stuff. You could probably even sell some video games. Um, one of my really good friends always stacks his video games and I never understood what the point of that was. There's no way in hell that he plays the 50 to 60, the 50 to 60 games that are stacked into his closet, right? Um, I never understood why he just didn't go to GameStop because they, they buy the new, you know, they buy the, the next new game. Why do they just didn't take the old games, go to GameStop and, and trade it in, right? And then they would have got discounted on that price. They wouldn't pay $60 for the new game. They'd probably only pay maybe like 20. I've had lucky breaks where I bought five games or four games in and I, I walked away with a free game and I got, I got like a map pack that was 50 bucks or I walked away with extra money to go spend it on something else, you know? 
So there, there's plenty of ways nowadays to trade in things. There's plenty of ways to get money. The problem is people are really lazy. People don't want money. The people that are bitching about they don't have enough money are the, the ones that really don't want the money. Um, I'm telling you. Uh, so do the, you know, get a mentor, whether it is, you know, and go pay, go pay for stuff. Like, don't be a cheap ass. I'm telling you, that was my biggest mistake was at first. I'm like, damn, some of this stuff's expensive. A lot of these people that are mentors, um, once you buy something, maybe they discount something else or, uh, maybe it's labor day comes up and they discount something and it, maybe it was like $10,000. Now they discounted it down to like $500 and maybe you can afford that. Um, you know, then, you know, do it. Uh, Definitely, I'm, de I'm telling you, I definitely recommend you buy stuff. But if you want to look at free stuff, go to Grant Cardone and look at his podcast. He has a lot of YouTube videos for free, social media stuff he puts out, um, a lot of live uh, live streaming he does. It's kind of where I, I got all this stuff from was the live streaming got him the audience that he needed. Um, but uh, I'm telling you, go, you know, check him out. Look at the free stuff. I mean, Gary Vanderchuk's another good one. Um, Damon John's a pretty good one. Um, all right, so let's keep going. So we got the quote of the day. I'm going to start doing these in every video, the quote of the day. So today's quote of the day is start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Author, I think it's Ashy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Ash. But, uh, let me say it one more time. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Author, Ashy. Now, this is the motivational quote of the day. I'm going to actually, right after I get off with this, if I put it up on uh, live stream, or not live streams, the social media so you guys have it. I'm going to try to get better, better at doing those. I'm going to make those into like my morning routine. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm showing you that I'm writing these down. I'm not just giving them to you and I'm not following them. Like I write them down in my journal, in the 10X journal that I have from Grant Cardone. I write down these quotes in the little quote box, quote of the day. So I try to, I, it, the hard part for me is remembering them because like so much things are going on, but um, I'm following them as I give them to you. I'm not just giving them to you, which is pretty cool. I think it's, it's something we can kind of relate to and, and, and do together. It's pretty nice. Um, what else? Go to the quote of the day. All right. So real quick, we're going on to 42 minutes. I'm going to try to speed it up a little bit. Um, uh, the other thing with like the Rob Deerdeck thing, I didn't have enough time uh, yesterday. I was doing a lot of stats and work. I'm actually going to do a lot more stats and work after this. Uh, work on. I was working endlessly. I think like two, three hours trying to get this uh, done deal investment video for the website, the homepage done. It's it's a very very small um, length video, but I'm trying to get high quality into it. Um, so I 1080 is kind of out of the question. I kind of went down to 720. And uh, the problem that I'm running into is it's 250 megabytes, the size of the video. And I think I was at like 700 megabytes. Took me two hours. I got it down to about 300 megabytes roughly. So I need to edit a little bit more. Now, I, I spent easily three hours. My girlfriend was pissed because I wasn't really paying attention to her and I was trying to get this done. I, I, I've been working on this video for a while. I just want it done by now. But, you know, I was really pissed, really frustrated. It's another cool thing I can give you guys. I, you know, I was really pissed, really frustrated. I stepped back for a second and I told myself, you know, 250 megabytes is really small. Now I want a good quality video, 
And, and I'm like, this is only going to be good because what it's doing is it's making me constantly go back through this video. I'm constantly watching stuff. It's making me cut the crap out and it's making me make it so it's, it's very smooth transition. And I'm getting, I'm getting my message straight out rather than a long video because at first it was like 11 minutes of me talking. Originally, I think it was like 40 minutes of me talking, got it down to 11, got it down to about 10, you know, like maybe like eight. Then I got it down to about five. I think right now it's at about four minutes. Um, but the, the point of the matter is what it's doing is it's making me get a crisp, clear message out because I have to cut out crap that, that I don't think is worth being in there. And I have to keep cutting it down in size. Now, so that's what I told myself. So that's another positive thing that you could take that I kind of try to do. Like, I'm telling you, I, I run into the same stuff you guys probably run into. I just... I, I learned that I have to try to shift it. Like I, I learned to recognize when I do uh, a negative thought or whatever. And then I have to like reverse it and be like, tell myself like, well, this needs to be done because now it's going to, it's going to create a better video. Uh, it's going to be shorter. It's going to be sweeter. It's going to, it's going to hit people more rather than 11 minute video, which people aren't going to watch uh, two to three minute video. Maybe someone will stay and watch it. If not, maybe if I can get my message out in the first minute, uh, you know, hit someone that's on the, on the webpage, but um, yeah, so, you know, you got to change your mindset a little bit and change your thinking. I don't know why I picked this up. All right. So real quick, uh, the Rob Deerdeck thing, I didn't have a lot of time for that. I'm definitely gonna do Rob Deerdeck cause, uh, the one, the one lady I, I talked to, uh, Charlene who I worked with, which I still have to go see her. I'm, I'm sorry, Charlene. I just haven't had a lot of time, but, um, I've been working like really late hours. I had to actually make up a lot of hours this week. Uh, cause I was out Monday for the elbow injury, but um, I'll do Rob Deerdeck this Sunday. I'll have some time over the weekend, maybe a Saturday. I'll just, you know, sit down, write some stuff on Rob Deerdeck. And then I'll that would be the first time we're going to do a motivational person that's been changing industries. And Rob Deerdeck's a good one for that, for a good, you know, a good starter, starter tester run on that, that type of stuff. Now, uh, let me talk about done deal investments and then we'll be done. I'll, I'll cut it out the 15 minutes. So it'll be like an hour right now. Now, um, I'm going to say, all right. So Dundeal Investments. So if anyone doesn't know, uh, my name is Tyler Dunn. I do own a company called Dundeal Investments and, and Dundeal Investments is a company designed to help people in financial situations where they're struggling to keep up with their home, whether it's liens, pre foreclosures, uh, you got, you inherited a house, uh, you're going through a really messy divorce. You want to get the house, you know, you want to get rid of the house really fast. Um, maybe you got a job transfer and you have to get, you know, get out, you have to move real fast and you can't go through a realtor or a real real estate agents process of moving, which could take up to like three weeks a month. Well, what we do or what my company does, the done deal investments, uh, what we do is we do, it's called the three step financial or the three steps to financial freedom. The first step is uh, we talk in some way, messenger, uh, the Facebook messenger, social media, my phone, you know, over the phone, text, email, um, which by the way, my phone number is 954-857-6450. And then my email is dundealinvestments at outlook.com. And then what's going to happen is I'm going to ask you some basic questions on your, on your property. Now, from that, it's going to basically tell me, like, all right, what I'm looking at, uh, you know, I can kind of get a price estimate on, on probably what I'm going to offer you. But then the second financial um, step to freedom 
is then we have to set up a date or a schedule meeting where I would personally come to your house, your property. I take some pictures of the property to um, eventually send to investors. And then it'll confirm stuff that you're talking about. I can get a better estimate of the price of how much um, damage that needs to be repaired on your house. And then the next step after that, once we get through all that, is um, I come up with a, a fair price by doing comps of your neighborhood. I pick three of the closest houses that you know are similar to yours, and we get a fair price uh, quote out of that, what your house is actually worth uh, with the equity. Now, then from there, once we agree on the negotiation, you know, we're going to negotiate on, on the price. Then from that, we're going to have to go through a contract. Now, uh, what this is is basically just you signing contract that I'm going to take partial owner ownership of it, and then I'm going to pass it over to an investor who's then going to have the capital to flip your property and be able to sell it, rent it, whatever. And what's going to happen is I'm going to pay you the cash, and you're going to, you know, you'll walk away, you'll get out of your financial situation, you'll walk away with cash. I'm not making commission off of you. I'm going to make money off the, the room in your equity, the equity line of your house. Now, the cool thing about this is you're going to walk away scot-free with uh, no financial, you know, you're going to get out of your financial situation, you're going to walk away with cash, and um, I'm going to go to the investor. The investor is going to reimburse me for the cash that I gave you plus a finder's fee. So that's how I'm going to make my money. I'm going to make my money off the investor that has the money, not you specifically. And what's going to happen is he's going to be happy because he's going to, you know, he's going to see that, all right, we have all these repair costs. He's going to get the house for an under, under market deal. So he's making a little bit more money off the equity, right? Because it's under market deal. And he's going to invest the money and he's going to make maybe like three times his money back depending on, on the equity room of the house and how much more you can sell it for. And he's going to be happy. Now, you're going to be happy. You're out of your financial situation. I'm going to be happy. I'm getting paid for you know the business. Business is going to keep going. I'm going to keep racking up uh, capital. And the investor is going to be happy because the investor is going to rack up um, a lot of capital too. Um, and he's going to, you know, he's going to be pretty happy that he's, he's got an under market deal and that he's helping other people like you that are in the financial situation as well as me, a business owner. Um, so all three of us win, which is the, 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 that's the coolest part. And the craziest part is uh, it's a deal where everyone's going to win out of the deal. Now, let's say you need, um, you know, you need help in whatever way, like maybe you have to stay in the house another week before you can find another place, uh, whatever you need, I'll definitely make sure it's my priority to make sure that you're comfortable in this deal. Um, you're definitely going to come first in this deal. This is a business that I created so that I can help other people. I really like them. I like the idea of it. I really liked, uh, I really liked how. I could reach out and help a lot of people in my community and then eventually like worldwide, different states. Eventually I can expand this business, very easy to expand it. Um, I liked a lot of ideas that I could create and then build on top of this business also. And my goal eventually is to, um, my goal eventually is, is add on to this business to the point where I can get you out of the financial situation, get you into a new home, and make sure that your asset for that home is protected. Um, now that's something that's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a little bit of research. It's going to take a little bit, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a while before I can get there. But right now I'm focused more on getting you out of the financial situation. And there's plenty of resources to get you a new house uh, right now on the market. 
Um, I just can't, I can't progress with you in the process at this point in time. Now, um, trying to think, uh, right now, like I said, I'm updating. Let's, I'll talk about some updates that are going on right now with this business. Um, I'm working on the website right now. I'm trying to catch up on stats. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to pass this class real quick. Uh, I have, I think about maybe a month and a half left. Um, maybe a little bit longer. I think it's like a, yeah, maybe a month and a half, roughly, maybe like two months max. But I'm really trying to push myself, get through the stats class as fast as I possibly can. I'm trying to ace it. I got a, you know, 84 in the last test, pretty, pretty happy with. But now I'm trying to play catch up because I was at Monday, uh, trying to get, you know, caught up on the homework, all that, all that good stuff, all that fun stuff. But so done deal investments right now. Um, I'm trying to look for anyone that maybe be in marketing, not marketing as like, uh, maybe someone that can help me, like maybe another print agency, uh, you know, maybe someone that can physically help me with like printing and stuff like that, or, um, with marketing utensils. I'm always looking for new people. I'm always looking to, per, uh, to expand people that I know and, and network with. So even if maybe you, you have an idea of like designing a website or even if you, you're really good at social media or, um, it doesn't really matter. You can still pitch me. I'm, I'm very open-minded right now. I, I, um, you know, I'll figure out what I can do and what I can't do with you, but, and what's good for my business and what's not, but, you know, reach out to me in any way you want. Uh, it's, you know, reach out to me on email, done deal investments at outlook.com. You can text me at nine, five, four, eight, five, seven, six, four, five, zero. Um, reach out to me on the website at dundealinvestment.com. Uh, which I'll ha I have, I think I already set it up. It's, it's a live chat, um, through the website, which directly goes through my phone. So we live chat. I'm trying to think what else, uh, social medias. I have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm working on YouTube as we speak, um, which I'm going to start trying to do some videos on there. Um, but right now, you know, it's going, you know, I'm still meeting with people. I'm networking. Uh, I haven't really done a lot of cold calling yet. Uh, only for the fact that I don't really have a lot of time at the moment. I can't dedicate a lot of time to just, you know, getting on the phone and, and contacting people. Um, Sunday, you know, I'm trying to do the driving for dollars. I messed up this arm this Sunday, but this coming up Sunday, I'll probably do driving for dollars. Saturday, it's going to be hard to do, uh, maybe like real estate, you know, and I go in and go to open houses. That's really what I'm trying to do on Saturdays. Um, I just, a lot of the times I need that Saturday to do homework or I need to catch up on something. So I've been kind of, you know, kind of been struggling going to these open houses and making the time for that, but something that should be done. It's really important. Um, but I think that's really everything that I'm doing right now. I'm really just trying to get through stats to be hundred percent honest. I'm not really, I'm putting, you know, a little bit of done deal on investments on the back burners only for the fact that I want to be a hundred percent committed which I am 100% committed. I just can't put the 100% in right now for the fact that I have a lot going on right now, and I'm just trying to finish up school. I've I've gone, I've I've gone through school too long. What's up, Sean? Um, I've gone through school too much right now to back out. So I only have like the two classes left. Uh, I got the stats and accounting. Almost done with stats. Been doing pretty good. Um, but you know that's why I'm not putting the 110% right now into the the done deal investments. But once I get through this, it's, it's just going to, I'm just going to take off. I'm going to run. I'm actually still, I still consider myself maybe jogging. 
because I'm meeting a lot of people. I'm doing a lot of networking right now. Like I said, I'm meeting the, the banker from uh, Citibank uh, tomorrow. Uh, that was through Drew. So I'm still, in, I mean, I'm still contacting people. The other cool thing that I've been doing is I'm trying to get money together to invest in Cardone Capital. So I was just on the phone with my friend Jimmy. Um, I think what we're going to all do is do like five G's a piece and then go 15 G's in. I mean, I might do more than five G's, but, um, if you want to invest with me in Cardone Capital, you can do that too. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really just trying to like expand different things, get my hands in, in different things right now. But, uh, the Cardone Capital thing kind of just hit me and, and really soon he's going to start doing non-accredited investors, which is pretty nice. Uh, and I figured, you know, I really want to get out of the stocks. I have a lot of my money. Uh, in stocks right now. And I really want to push that out of stocks and go to something that's a little bit more like passive income. Um, something that's a little bit more guaranteed than stocks. Like I already know, like we're going to hit high points in the stocks and we're, then we're going to lose a lot of the cash and it's, it's constantly playing catch up. I, I don't really like that. I kind of want more like more of a guaranteed uh, type thing, which I, I know uh, multifamily is way more guaranteed than uh, stocks. And that's what I'm trying to go for. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's kind of that's all the stuff that I'm doing right now. Um, I think I think that's basically it. That's kind of everything I'm doing with Dundee Investments right now and and other things. But uh, you know, if, reach out to me. I don't I don't really care who you are. Reach out to me. Um, we can talk about anything you want, business, uh, investing, um, anything where you're gonna challenge me. I, I you know, I'm I'm very very open. Come come check me out. Um, I got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit me up on those. Uh, Facebook Messenger is probably the best place to like actually communicate, to be 100% honest with you. That's where I recommend you go. But uh, even if you want to go to my website, check it out, dundealinvestment.com. Um, Dun and then uh, I can even live chat you in there. You can criticize the, the website, which I, I kind of want people to do is criticize and help me make that, that stuff better. Uh, it's not perfect. Got a lot of work to do on that website. I'm building it from the ground up. Uh, the homepage is almost done. I got, um, I think I just want to tweak up the, the, um, I got to obviously tweak this video up. I'm almost at the, I almost have it completely edited and then I'm going to put that on the homepage. Um, I got to work on the footer, uh, which is kind of like the pain. It's really a pain in the ass, the footer part. And then I got to work on the, uh, the separate pages for investors, the real estate agents, the, um, the sellers that are in the financial, you know, the struggle, the financial struggle that they're going to be in. I'm really trying to, uh, uh, it's giving me the two minute mark. <laughs> Give me the two minute mark. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it so it's very like diverse in the sense of like, no matter who you are, you can engage with me on that website. Eventually put a store in there. I don't know exactly what I'm going to sell yet. Maybe just some merchandise if you want to support uh, what I'm doing, where maybe you just buy a shirt, you buy, uh, I don't really know what I'm going to do. I just know I'm going to have a merchandise store eventually on there. I, you know, I'm just constantly thinking about expanding this thing, but, um, just follow me, reach out to me, whatever you want to talk about. I'm open. Again, my name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and I appreciate anyone that stopped by. I think this is the most high traffic video I've hit so far, which is amazing. I appreciate it, everyone. Go down, uh, go donate, um, to the Wounded Warriors charity. I got a thousand dollar goal, um, which is insane. And then I'm going to up it to $10,000. So, you know, eventually we'll, we'll make these goals. But thank you guys for uh, tuning in. Like, comment, share. Uh, do whatever you have to do to get me uh, a little bit more exposed and for us to uh, get a diverse community. Peace out.